understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stranded Phase podcast. Before we jump into this incredible episode, you have to know that this episode is sponsored by our upcoming Women's Weekend, Women's Summit, our annual summit, Innovative Income Summit. This Women's Weekend, this circle of community, over 200 women will be in Tampa, Florida, July 31st and August 1st to not only celebrate and empower one another and create community, but exchange resources because when we come together, not only are we damage control, but we are truly everything we need within and with each other. So we're creating this space for you to heal, feel, dig deep, understand, and bring you business strategists. Some of the ones that have helped us scale and build our businesses, double, triple our income will all be in this room for you. We created Innovative Income Summit years ago because we knew women were so stuck in a pattern, myself included, stuck in a pattern that we thought that our worth and our ability to achieve financial freedom was stuck in someone telling us our level of experience, hitting this 10-year mark, an ex, a partner, a spouse, our father, a director, a business owner, our manager, our boss, telling us what we were worth, dictating our worth for us. And ladies, we are here to tell you through the power of this event that you have the ability to determine and dictate your own worth. You get to level you up now and you have everything you need within. And if not, you have incredible women around you and we're going to put them all in one room for this summit. On top of that, we are going to have so much fun. We have so many activities planned, so many great people coming to speak to you, people that we've used on our own journeys. And so you have to be in this room. The event is almost sold out. I want you to come hang out with us in Tampa, Florida. I can't wait to see you there. And I can't wait to give you a big ass hug. Make sure you grab your ticket before they are all gone. InnovativeIncomeSummit.com. Again, it's InnovativeIncomeSummit.com. Now. Let's jump into this episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stranded Phase podcast. I'm your host, your girl, Jessica Hurley, and we are back for another solo episode. We've interviewed pretty much every healer, intuitive guide, and person in my life that has been coaching me through this transformational season. And I thought this episode was so important to go over because it's definitely something I've had to wrestle and grasp in the last few weeks. And it is what I'm calling taking your power back. You know, we've talked about radical responsibility. We've talked about owning your feelings. We've talked about not getting in the crossfire of your own self-sabotage. We've talked about identifying the boundaries and the self inflicted trauma that happens after traumatic situations, relationships, breakups, divorce, um, things, situationships, right? how we question our worth when things don't go as planned, when we take into account what people say as our last and final, you know, check mark or value. But something I've really had to wrestle with recently is taking my power back 
right? It's ending the pity party and really picking up the pieces and moving on. And I really want to dissect this before I get into this because this is such a touchy subject. Because if you have been hurt, if something has happened to you, if you feel like you're in your most broken state, right? And this does not have to be after something traumatic happened to you. This can just be at a time in your life where you feel like the pieces no longer fit. Things don't make sense. It's time to pivot. You're in the wrong relationship. All of your friendships don't make sense anymore. You're not where you thought you would be at 35. You're not a mom yet. There's parts of you that you are unsatisfied with, right? And there's only so much blame, victimization, and level of disappointment we can carry and shame before we decide that we are willing to take radical responsibility, stop playing victim, and fucking do something about it, right? And I've just, I've really finally gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, enough is enough. This does not mean that I'm done healing. That healing journey, the healing journey that I am on has been... Guys, I, I I just opened up about this because I, I want someone to feel safe in explaining themselves when they go through this, but it has been the illest roller coaster ride I've ever been on. Like I've said before, some days I feel the most empowered I've ever empowered I've ever felt, even when I was in a relationship. I've felt more empowered some days now than I ever have in my life. And there are some days where I can't understand why I'm grieving still. And I'm shaming myself because I'm grieving still. And I don't even know what I'm upset or crying about or what I'm releasing. I just keep giving myself the space to continue to release. But here's the thing, even though that healing journey is never ending, and this most definitely has changed me forever, right? Things like this happen in our lives and they are meant to change us forever. So surrender and allow it to change you. But there's a moment that just says, okay, enough is enough. This is receiving too much of your energy. This is receiving too much of your time, too much of your attention, too much of your pity and sorrow. And it gets to a point where you're like, is it still this or am I just manifesting the continuation of it, right? Because I give it so much time and energy. And so I've recently just come to the point where I'm like, okay, it is time to pick up the pieces and build something for you. And it's not that I haven't been doing that, but I just want to encourage somebody. There's such a big difference. Like I took the time to heal. I scaled it back 10 notches. I have not showed up in the way that I'm used to showing up for a hot minute because I never knew what I was in for. So like I said, I could commit to a coaching program or commit to this podcast and the days that I'm set to record, you know, grief hits hard out of nowhere. But now I'm at a point where discipline has to come in. We're beyond, I'm, I'm past waiting on motivation to kick in because those days are far and few between. This is where discipline has to come in. This is where I have to sit down and manifest a completely new creation, a brand new identity, a new life and let go and release the old one, right? I'll never forget listening to a podcast um, with a current client of ours, Moira Michelle. And she said, grief is the unwritten story of the future. Like grief, it's you grieving the story without someone in it that you thought would be forever. And it's time 
for me and so many of us to really pick up the pieces, take radical responsibility and take it as an opportunity to recreate something so incredible, so amazing, something we could never conceptualize, something that is the very reason why we're in this place where we feel like we're in our most broken state, right? One thing I've realized is, and I hate to say it this way because I feel a little bit pessimistic, but I find it to be true, is that things all expire. Things all have an end date, good, bad, and indifferent. They have an end date, right? When it rains, it storms, and then the sun comes out. Like, good relationships, great friendships. Does They all have an expiration date. Our lives have an expiration date, right? You can optimize the time you have with someone, but you never know if tomorrow is promised, right? And the same thing goes for relationships, friendships, partnerships, business relationships, collaborations, all of the things, right? And so it's about looking, looking back, seeing the value, the value ship, the value and the the creations that came, you know, from these friendships, from these relationships, from this period of time or experience that you've given and then saying, okay, it's just like leaving a job. What skills can I take from this job onto the next to create a better life for myself and whomever I'm contributing to, right? So I want to list a couple ways that I've found fit to really take my fucking power back. Because here's the thing, when something like this happens, it tears you down. I have found myself in my absolute weakest moments in this season. Again, some of my most powerful and some of my absolute weakest moments, you know, crying on the floor in a ball, you know, just asking myself, how did I get here? What happened? why and never having the answer and never being able to understand but what's meant to be created from this i've said this a thousand times and i'm going to say it over and over again what's meant to be created of this is something that i know would have never come otherwise had i stayed in a comfortable partnership had i stayed in a comfortable relationship i would have never stepped forward to be this version of me ever just because I didn't have to. Maybe it would have come in another way. It's totally possible. Maybe it would have been years down the line. But women, there's something about us. When our back is against the wall, we will claw our way out. It is in us. It is innate in us. We will show the fuck out. Don't tell me I can't do this without you. Don't pretend like I need you. My submissiveness is not to be taken for granted. Like, I don't need anyone. Now, I will stand on a pedestal and tell you that that is the wrong way to look at life. That I think that we all need someone. That that is a defense mechanism and that's how we protect ourselves. But I will say this about women, when our back is against the wall and we feel like we have no one, we can be everything for ourselves and each other. That is just something in our nurturing, give it to yourself way that we will figure it out with or without you. So in the light of taking radical responsibility, in the phase of taking my power back, 
because this broke down my confidence. This broke down my dreams. This put me in time at times in a very fear-based mindset. I felt like a lot of times I backpedaled on a lot of my growth, you know, things that I had really grown into, I kind of backpedaled because I was so afraid that this set me back. And this sounds like I'm talking financially, but I'm talking so many things, things that I worked on, you know, my childhood trauma, things that I worked on about my business mindset, things I worked on about my financial stability, things I worked on um, as a business owner and a leader, like this just set me the fuck back. And you guys already know this, but when it rains, it pours. When you get into that mindset, when you believe in that scarcity, when you get into fear, when you feel like no one has your back and you believe that, and you don't take the time to realize that you can be all of those things for yourself, you will continue to manifest that. And when it rains, it pours. You know, I literally went through a season where I broke down and then I lost clients and then my business model changed. And then I, you know, staff felt some, some parts of my team fell apart and, you know, I couldn't figure out my move and it just felt like nothing was fucking working, nothing. But that test of perseverance, that test of, can you be all these things to yourself? you want to talk about building some confidence when you find out that you can be all of these things to yourself and that it is just a bonus or the cherry on top that someone is willing to be these things for you as well. Listen, nobody can step to you. Nobody can step to you. And the one thing that I appreciate about this journey so much is no matter how bad it hurt, because I allowed myself to feel all the things I allowed myself to feel all the things literally like I cannot explain that I've gone through every single emotion on planet earth. I feel like I went through all five phases of grief, grief nine times over, but allow in allowing myself to feel all the things I'm finally on the other side of, I can give all of these things to myself and some, I can be all the things that I needed someone else to be. I don't need that validation, that boost, that confidence, that contribution that I need. You, what's that? What's the meme now that says your like is extra. I like me. Your like is extra. That what someone is contributing to me is just simply a bonus. You can't crack that kind of confidence. You can't. And so that takes me to my first thing about taking your power back. Number one, giving yourself what you expect someone else to give you. Give yourself what you expected someone else to give you. So if you are out here, and I'm not saying this was me, but if you're out here looking for a partnership for somebody that makes more money than you or is willing to contribute financially, use this time to double your income. If you needed a partner to take you on dates, not needed, but you looked forward to having a partner that took you on dates and took you on trips and was your vacation bay and bought you purses and shoes and shit, give that to yourself. If you were looking for someone to compliment you, to feed your ego, to give you confidence, to make you feel good about yourself, to tell, that you, tell you that you were pretty, tell yourself that. If you needed someone to contribute financially, put yourself in a new financial abundance loop and create that income yourself. Give yourself what you expected someone else to give you. 
because if someone can give you something that easily that changes you, they can just as easily take it away. But if you give yourself these things, they cannot take that away. So number one, give yourself, use this as an opportunity when you are taking your power back from a phase and a time that you feel broken, use this as an opportunity to give yourself what you expected from someone else. Number two, really push yourself to the limits. Use this as an opportunity to push yourself to the limits. And this, I'm talking, and this is seasonal, right? I went through a season where I had to lay in bed. I went through a season where I had to feel all the feelings. You know, I went through that season where I was like, you couldn't get me in no damn gym. Like, but now I want to push myself to the limits in everything. I want to do all the things when I said, when and if. So listen, I used to couldn't admit this, but we can talk about this now. Everybody's been in a relationship and said, man, if I was single, I'd be so fit. Man, if I didn't have kids, I'd be so fine. Man, if I didn't have a boyfriend that I had to cook dinner for every night, I'd be out all the time. Man, if I didn't have somebody that was nagging, I'd do this, this, and this. Everything that you ever said, oh, if I didn't have to pay rent for two people, I would have started my business by now. Everything that you ever said, when or if, do it now. You have an ample opportunity now to push yourself to the limits. I keep telling my girlfriends in the next six months, if I'm not fit, fine, and rich, slap the hell out of me because I have so much extra time on my hands to really focus on myself. I don't want to get into another relationship. I don't want to put this on somebody else. Not saying, God, that if you send me something, I'm going to turn it away. But this is such an opportunity, a beautiful opportunity. I have not focused fully on myself for the last seven years. Now I have time to focus on me and my son. I have time to push myself to the limits. I have time at 32 to invest the next two years in solely, selfishly, self-centered ass me so that at 34, 35, 36, and 40, I get to live life on my terms. I get to live off of investments. I get to live off the growth of my business. Maybe I get to start another company. Maybe I get investment properties. Maybe I get to spend ample time watching my son in elementary school play sports, meet his achievements and do what he wants. Maybe I have more time to have a greater impact on the community and do some level of charity or something that I've always wanted to do. Maybe I create more freedom because I spend the next two years investing in myself selfishly with my time. Push yourself to the limits. Do all the when and ifs during this time. Use that to really enhance yourself. Like I used to say all the time, if I wasn't in a relationship and I didn't have all these responsibilities, I'd read, you know, five books a year or not five, like 10 books a year. I'd read a book a month, blah, 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 blah. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Your girl's got ample time now. Ample time to get up in all the books and all the knowledge and teach myself as many new skills as I would like. Number three, focus on your damn self. And I mean, I mean this in a different kind of way than what I'm, what I said previously. I mean this in like, it's in not focusing on competition and not focusing on revenge and not focusing on resentment and not focusing on proving to everyone else that you are happy or healed. If you have to prove, like they say, if you have to prove to everyone that you're rich, you're not rich. The richest people you know are wearing sandals, flip-flops, and a ripped-up t-shirt 
or wearing the same outfit over and over again because they care not about proving it to you because they already know. When you are finally happy and healed, you will need to prove it to no one because you will be so busy enjoying your abundance and your happiness and your real true peace. You don't need to tell anyone about it. So focus on your damn self instead of proving to people that you are happy or proving to people that you are healed or proving to the world that this is a healed girl summer or a rich girl summer. And listen, when I'm preaching this, I'm preaching this to myself. There is no one else I need to prove this to. There is nowhere else I need to be. The only thing I need to be disgustingly focused on is myself and my son. I don't need to prove to anyone else. Shit. And my business. I don't need to prove to anyone else. Shit. Focus this energy on yourself. Number four. Use this as an opportunity to recreate your identity all while finding out who you are. When I tell you this is like the realest recreation, and I keep using the word opportunity because it's an opportunity, I'm not becoming someone that I don't want to become. Are there parts that I don't like? The stiffness and the hardness, hardening. You know, sometimes I feel the hardening of my heart that I I wish I did not have to be to endure some of the feelings that I'm feeling. You know, the boundaries that are sometimes protecting me also feel like walls going up and I have to constantly work through that. But to use this as an opportunity, like I, I live in a new place now. I live in a new environment. I live in a new neighborhood. I get to network with new people. I have elevated the caliber of people I communicate with and connect with um, business-wise on a daily basis. I've elevated my packages. I've elevated our clients. It, it's a very different environment that I've created for myself. And it, in, in retrospect, this creates a new identity. I know we say we need to find out who we are and we absolutely need to peel back the layers and see what's back there. There are so many things that get suppressed in a relationship that we don't even realize or can acknowledge. So there's so many things that have come out that I've realized that I like that truly make me happy that I was not even aware of, but that get, gives me a chance to build foundationally the things that truly matter and recreate and realign my goals without including someone else in those thoughts, selfishly recreating what the fuck I want. There's nothing more powerful to me right now than when I talk to a woman and she can clear as day state what she wants in the next five years from income level to friendships, to community and impact, to support, to like city she wants to live in, number of children she wants, date she wants, you know, month and year she wants to be married by. Like, I'm like, you have put some true thought into this not only obsessed over this, but like set the tone and manifested what you want without considering anyone else. I I can, I can tend to be a very go with the flow person, but that go with the flow really puts me in a place where I suppress a lot of the things I want. And you want to talk about misaligned and overwhelmed when you don't get the things that you need and desire. That's when you feel overwhelmed. That's when you get burned out. That's when you feel like your needs aren't met. That's when bad things start to happen. That's when you start to create a life that you never wanted. So use this as an opportunity because we are ever evolving and ever changing. Use this as an opportunity to recreate your identity and build something anew, something beautiful, something amazing, something bigger than you've ever thought. I think I realize on the daily now that I have been playing fucking small, hella small, like so small especially when I have conversations with people on how they view me versus how I view myself. 
that's some some big work I have to do to figure out why and recreate myself in the light and in the mirror that other people see me as, what I'm capable of, what I can do, what I've already done. I talked to a girlfriend this weekend that said she has a notepad on her phone of everything that she's ever accomplished. And anytime she feels any, she questions herself or feels any level of imposter syndrome, she just goes and reviews that and says, you've already done it. It's already done. There's nobody more qualified than you. There's nobody more ready than you. Like, think about it like this. Do you guys remember when we were kids and uh, maybe this was just me, but I remember being a kid, like, you know, teen, teenage, early high school. And I would meet older women, you know, 30, 40, driving a Mercedes, married kids, running a business, um, you know, doing cool things, wearing nice clothes. And you'd be like, wow, is that what it's like to be an adult? Like, is that what you get to do? Baby, we're here now. We're here now. There's no more qualifications. There's no more certifications. There's no more fucking validation that you need to create the life that you want. It is simply stepping into it and creating it because we have this. We have it all within us, which brings me to number five. And I've said this in every single one that I've stated, but I just want to make sure I state this really loud and fucking clear is that realizing everything that you need is within you. Everything that you need for your business right now is within you. Everything that you need from a, a partner or a relationship is within you. Everything that you need from your friends is waiting for you. It is it is in you. You can give it to yourself and you can give it to others. You have to give it to yourself before you can give it to others. Everything that you need is already within you. This is just an opportunity begging you to open up and seek the, the kindness, the genuineness, the self-love, the worthiness, the deep connection with self knocking on your door, asking you to open up and give this to yourself first. Give this to yourself first. Trust me. I step-by-step step get to see what everything I've ever needed is within. Every transformation I needed to walk in full confidence was changes within. Everything I needed to scale my business and start believing that I could make this level of impact, that I could make this dollar amount, that I was capable of creating wealth was within. That shift, that need, that fulfillment is within. Number six, one of the most powerful things I think I've learned in this season is so boundaries, boundaries. But I think it's, I saw this the other day and I was like, wow, that's really how I feel. Is like based on everything prior to this versus where I'm at now, I got to look back and be like, damn, did you even, did you even like, like you like that? Did you even like, did you even like you like that? Because the things that you were accepting, the things that you were allowing in your life really say otherwise, because there was no boundaries. There was no limitations on the way people could treat you. There was no uh, limits on what you would provide to other people to, for them to like, know, and trust you or qualify you. Like there was no limits. I say this all the time, but I spent the majority of my relationship trying to prove to someone and qualify myself as someone that was worthy of being exclusive to. 
When in reality, all I had to do was simply decide by setting a boundary and saying, I am worthy of being exclusive to, period, and making a choice. Listen, (laughs) the lack of boundaries I've had in place are a part of, were one of the biggest healing lessons I've had during this season. And when I allowed myself in this season to feel everything, and I mean, feel everything, when I've slowly gotten on the other side of that, and let me be clear, I am not healed, but when I got on the other side of that, where things, it it just kind of feels like the the clouds have cleared, the gray is kind of dissipated. I'm seeing things clearer now. My boundaries are thicker than my damn thighs. Like the boundaries, and it's because When you realize how much you can love yourself, you won't let anything less in. There's no space for bullshit. You're feeding yourself such good energy and such good love and such true peace and such true happiness that anything outside of the sort you will not allow into your space. I will not fuck with it. Like the minute I see it now, I'm like, no. No, not in a client, not in a friend, not in a potential partner, not happening. No. Because when you give yourself what you need, you won't let anybody in unless they're a true value add. If they're a true like contribution on both sides, if they are truly aligned with your goals and your desires and your wants. And like Shalia Daly said, your six non-negotiables, like if they are anything outside of the sort, it's not happening. When I finally got on the other side of those feelings, and I think that's what we don't take the time to do, is we don't feel. We self-sabotage. We put that energy elsewhere. We tear ourselves down. But when I allowed myself to feel all of these feelings and kept saying, okay, this hurts. This is embarrassing. This is painful. This is heartbreaking. Okay, what does my broken heart need? What does is, what is my lack of confidence need? What does this feeling of victimization need to be turned around? And then giving myself that. Giving myself that. Feel, filling my own cup. Revisiting every reason why I felt that way. And then realizing it was because it was damn near like I didn't like me because of the shit that I let in screams that I was willing to accept almost anything. So those boundaries, those boundaries, the energy that I'm willing to accept now, it's got to be the best of the best. It's got to be the best circle of friends. It's got to be the best circle of influence. It's got to be the best potential partner. It's got to be like the best of the best. Because your like is extra. Because your like is extra. I'm in a season right now where my number one goal is to just do what's best for me and my son. And to just do what's best for me. And we say that a lot, but we don't realize what that comes with. For a woman, it's selfish as shit. It looks like we put ourselves on a pedestal. It looks like we put ourselves first. It looks like we don't care about anyone else's needs or wants or desires. And for some people on the outside looking in, that's some shit because we're nurturers. We're givers. We are unlimited muses and contribution to so many people and energies to so many people's things. 
But when you shut out the noise and you focus on you and you give yourself what you expected from other people and you push yourself to the limits and you focus on yourself and not on the doubt and, and the resentment and the revenge and the, the need to prove to other people what you are instead of focusing on what you actually are and doing all the things that you said you were going to do, the wins and the ifs and using this as an opportunity to recreate your identity and you sit, you create and stand in and marry thick ass boundaries, you have the opportunity to not only gain your power back, but find a version of yourself that you didn't even know existed. Because in this season, I have met so many women that created six and seven figure businesses at the base of a divorce at the start of getting kicked out with their children and damn near being homeless and living in their homes with their parents or friends, women that have created magic in the middle of nothing. It's like I said, there's nothing like a woman with her back against the wall. We are out here with each other and we are each other's best damage control. I promise. Cause there's been nothing in this season. Like my group of friends, nothing in this season, like my group of friends, but it's time. We're in our thirties, our forties. We have been swallowing and suppressing and moving to the side and saying, excuse me, and saying, sorry, and taking these traumas and these circumstances as they come for far too long. I'm taking my power back. I'm taking my power back. I'm taking the wheel and I'm in control. So guys, if this is you, if you feel broken, if you feel like something came in this season to tear you down, your money isn't right. If your relationship isn't right, if you feel the most alone you've ever freaking felt, it's a choice. You can take your power back. You can have it back. It's a long road. It's lonely as fuck. But you can recreate you. You can give yourself everything that you need. You can take your power back. I promise. I hope this one was helpful. Once again, deeper than I should have gone, but I put it all on the line for you guys. If I'm learning it, you're going to learn it too. So love you, stranded family. Grab your tickets to Innovative Income. Can't wait to love you, hug on you, and see you July 31st and August 1st. Sending you guys so much love. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.